0: Hello, so would you mind by starting just by introducing yourself and telling us what it is that you do and your work here over at uh, Bleen.
1: Yep, my name's Tom Gibbs and I'm one of the uh, two uh, bison rangers on the Wilder Blean project. Um, And uh, yeah, at the moment it's kind of uh, all action really on on the project. Um, We're working on getting all the infrastructure and uh, everything in place basically for the bison's arrival, which we're hoping is sort of imminent. Keeping all fingers and toes crossed. Um, so yeah, really exciting. We can't wait for them to arrive, and it's just like I said, just getting everything ready so that when they move in, hopefully it'll be like a really seamless transition um, for for their arrivals. So yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It's kind of finally here. All this sort of talking and planning. Um, it's uh, we get into sort of the, uh, the 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 end of it, and um, you know, hopefully the bison will be here.
0: Can see that you are quite excited. So tell yes. me, how does it feel to be uh, Britain's first uh, bison uh, officer?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it's one of those that uh, every time we, we get sort of asked, it is you kind of have to keep on pinching yourself, remind yourself that um, it's such a unique opportunity and uh, you know such a privilege um, to, to have been chosen. Um, it's it's something when when I saw the ro- you know the role come up. Um, I just remember thinking whoever gets that job is going to be so lucky Um never in a month of Sundays did i think that i'd be sat here you know talking to you about it um so yeah just just really sort of humbled and and you know so lucky to be part of the, the amazing teams as well that we have here you know kent Wildlife trust wildwood trust and and um you know it's just amazing people amazing project and yeah it's it's actually uh, you know because the, the role is going to change even more so i can't wait to, for the bison to arrive because that's kind of when
0: you know the bison ranger part of it really kicks in so yeah I can't wait. Absolutely. So obviously, there might be a few people watching this thinking, "Oh, wow, that's the guy who got the job." Um, <laughs> so how did you end up? Uh, what was your journey
1: to it? How did you uh, get, the, get the role? Yeah. So um, I I have a background in sort of uh, in, you know environmental conservation, in, particularly in the southeast of England. So uh, I used to work for Hotson Middlesex Wildlife Trust, and I've worked for sort of other parks and things like that. Previous to that, so um, so really, like my my experience comes from quite. A, Practical um, conservation background so lots of hands-on stuff. Um, you know, going out with volunteers and 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 doing sort of the, the cutting and the, the, you know raking and and all of that side of things. So um, I, you know I've worked with with grazing livestock as well, but nothing like bison before. So that was quite an unusual element to the job role. You know, no bison experience needed um, for, for for working with them. But um, so in that sense. You know, I've, I have worked in these kind of uh, areas before, but this is a completely new sort of, you know, ground and territory, really, for myself and and for well, while, for, for, for everyone, I think, um, with, with the bison. But, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that, um, you know, went through uh you know the 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 sort of process with um uh you know the recruitment and yeah just each step of the way was just kind of like a surprise that I managed to get, get through to the next round and um yeah, you know, like I said uh just really privileged and um you know chuffed to bits really to be able to uh be able to lend my my expertise to the the project.
0: Right, so bison have been extinct for around Five thousand years, something like that. Yeah, six thousand
1: years. Yeah, sort of pre- post uh, the last ice age. Yeah.
0: So what? What's the uh, utility in bringing them back? Um, so
1: uh, essentially, bison have been brought back to sort of replace this um, ecological niche that would have been filled by the ancient steppe bison and other large um, free-roaming herbivores. Um, we we've sadly are lacking here in the UK with any such wild. You know, we have deer populations, but um, what each Different kind of grazing animal do. They all fill different sort of niches, and the bison, because of their big stature and they're sort of powerful, and um, you know they they're not put off by going into really dense vegetation or rubbing up against a tree or debarking a tree. Um, these are sort of behaviours that you don't see so much in in other animals. Um, so so yeah, really we're looking to bring them in um, as ecological engineers. so We're hoping they're going to shape the baleen and really kind of give it uh, the the sort of um, uh, the the turbo boost that it needs to really help support as many species as possible, and um, and and we're hoping the bison could do a fantastic job of that. Um, you know, we've been to the Netherlands, we've seen other places in mainland Europe where the bison have been brought back, and and they're doing an amazing job. Um, so we're really confident that we can replicate that here. But um, you know, it's it's very much a case of uh, you know case by case um, sort of study. So we're going to be monitoring really closely um, and seeing just you know the impacts that they're having. But we're we're really confident it's going to be positive
0: because you started off quite small scale right is it is it four four that's individuals
1: five. yes yeah four to start with so um that's that's a good so, uh, sort of herd size that's sort of the minimum that you can kind of almost classify as a herd um so we'll start off with four but there'll be a breeding herd and and over time we're hoping that they'll um they'll breed and you know we've got we we think that um you know it could support up to sort of 10 uh, individuals and that's our carrying capacity so at that point then we'd be working within a wider network of, of places and moving bison around um, but it is it's, it's important to start small see how the bison adapt to the site how the, the site adapts to the bison as well and um, and 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 then you go from there really and just see um, you know uh, yeah how how well the the, the site responds to them.
0: And you mentioned that they're obviously quite a big imposing uh, mm-hmm. imposing animal. might be a little bit sort of worrying for sort of local people to suddenly see these great huge <laughs> things sort of that they imagine are going to come uh, breaking through their gardens and so forth how How do they uh, interact with with people um
1: well so I mean one of the biggest
0: things is
1: like most wild animals they're very um they're very cautious and quite timid um, you know they 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 see people almost as much as a th- a threat as we would see them um so in that regard, you know they they kind of choose the sort of the, the the sort of safe area that they feel you know comfortable in. And in that sense, there's actually quite a few interactions sort of face to face with these animals. Um, like I said, they dictate where they're comfortable. So if I was to walk, you know, if you're a bison, I walk towards you. Bison will walk away rather than coming towards us. Only certain situations where that might be different, but then you know um, they, they are placid animals. You know they they just want to go about their own business, and you know that's eating, drinking, you know resting. Um, that's what they want to do, um, and and if they're left to do that, they're, they're more than happy. So, but it, it is important, obviously, with the project that we will, uh, to begin with, um, the public and the bison are going to be kept separate. Um, you know by these fence lines that Don and I will be checking and making sure that they're okay, and then over time we're hoping to slowly kind of integrate people into that equation and, and take people on safaris and and you know bring them closer to the bison um but this will always be done under kind of quite strict sort of protocols and and sort of don and i are, you know we'll be learning as much about the animals as they will be about us as well so it's it's really a case of, of 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 learning and and adapting as we go but um it'll be a very slow methodical process we won't just be tracking people in there and going you know good luck of course, um, of so it's it's exciting though. we're
0: really looking forward to being able to show people the bison. and you mentioned that that's don he's the other bison ranger yes he's my colleague yeah, Don, Yeah, of course. Tell us a little bit about the kind of the uh, the life cycle of a, of a bison. How long do they live? How how do yeah. they breed? So,
1: so they can live in in the wild. Um, you know, females can live up to, to sort of twenty five years of age, and bulls are about twenty. Um, that's a really good long lived, uh, you know, animal. Um, then in terms of uh their sort of reproductive cycle, um you normally are looking at uh the balls become sort of sexually a- sexually active about four to six years of age. They won't start breeding at that at that age because there's normally a dominant ball. Um so they will invariably move from their, their sort of um, Herd, um, and then they'll go off, and they'll become sort of nomadic for a period of time. And then when it comes into rutting season, which is is sort of around um, you know, in August to sort of, uh, October time, they'll come back into the herds, and that's when then they'll they'll mate with the um, with the cows. Um, and sometimes you get these bachelor herds as well of, of males that will form and um, and they'll roam sort of in that interim period of time and um, with females uh, they tend to be um, you know sexually mature from um, about the age of, of four so they can have calves from that age um, again it, it, a lot of it depends on the right conditions so um, you know uh, if, if um, you know the ball comes into into the herd and everything's right you know they'll they'll um, reproduce tends to be one um calf uh born after about nine months of gestation so um similar quite similar to humans in that that regard um twins are quite un, on on you know unusual um to be born um at the same time so we if we get it twins it will be a real like you know hit the lottery the jackpot um and then yeah and then otherwise you know they form into herds uh you know social herds and um, which c- be quite sort of transient so can be anywhere from sort of uh, 10, 10 individuals up to normally about 20 25 at sort of the top end um, and these are constantly changing um, you know throughout the year so in winter um, they might sort of uh, you know uh, you know um, uh, flare up in size um, depending on you know, security if, if there were predators around like that but then it might also uh, sort of, you know, food resources are, are less at that time of year compared to in the summer, where obviously plenty um, of food to go around. So individuals will be constantly moving throughout uh, the herds. Um, but what is, sorry, I should have mentioned this to begin with, is what's really important is the matriarchal um, a female. She's the individual that leads the, the herd. She sort of decides where they're going go to go to, to feed, to ruminate, to drink. Um, And uh, she'll tend to stay with that herd, um, you know, for for its entirety. But um, they're fascinating animals, you know, we're still learning so much about them. And um, they're hugely social, they tend to not be massively territorial. So, you know, like I said, there's lots of integration and movement. And uh, that's what we try to mimic. Obviously, we haven't got many bison around that they can just roam free like that. So we kind of mimic that by moving the individuals. But who knows, in 20, 30 years time, we might have free roaming bison. So could that be a possibility? Do you think? Yeah, I think um, you know it's it's a, another really important aspect of starting small is is obviously to make sure that everything, um, all the legislation, and uh, you know uh, that the public uh, understand what we're trying to do, um, and and just to prove that it is feasible. Um, but over time, you know, there's no reason why with other, um, you know, sister sites and other areas um, that are interested in having the bleed, if we could create corridors, you know, it, it could be, uh, you know, possible. The likelihood is is probably quite slim, you know, in the immediate future just because of the feasibility of things like roads, you know, trying to get around certain get roads, you know, and bison getting onto the M2 and, and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it, it, it's one of those that that's the, the dream for, you know, long term that we would have bison, you know, roaming, roaming freely. But we obviously we understand that it's not always feasible. So we'll, we'll, we'll sort of, um, you know, uh, recalibrate as we go and, and see what is uh, possible. But within the local area, definitely, because the Bling is a fantastic area. West Bling, where the, the bison have been released to begin with, is, is, you know, relatively small within the... Uh, the entirety of the Bleen. Um, you know, it's about a quarter of the overall sort of size, um, so there's scope even within the Blean for them to, to, mm. to continue to sort of
0: branch out, so that's the more immediate uh, plan. And, and why is it starting in, in Blean and Kent as opposed to, you know, any other part of the UK? Um, I mean, a big,
1: big part of that is, I think, just the... Um, the collaboration between kwt and and uh wildwood um is the fact that they you've got these two fields of expertise so close to one another and it's right here in 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 the bleeds so you're not having to worry about other other stakeholders I'm ensuring that you get everybody on board in the sense of you know when woods are owned by Fifteen different organisations. It's very hard to get everybody on the same same sort of page. Um, here we're, we're just so fortunate that we've got this amazing woodland and um, this amazing opportunity. That you know Kent Wildlife Trust own the site and they have a lot of experience with you know managing woodlands like this and and you know uh, domestic livestock. And then you've got wild wildwoods uh, expertise of dealing with you know these rare native species and and, and how to manage them. Um, and the two it just marries up perfectly. And the Bleen is just on the doorstep, which is fantastic. Um, but in terms of the local, the locality, you know, obviously, you know, these collaborations could happen. But the bison could be brought back in big wilderness areas. But a big part of the project is to show that it can, it can happen somewhere like this in, you know, relatively sort of, you know, developed area. You know, you've got big, big towns and, and cities around here. You know, if it can be done here, it, it can be done anywhere. Um, in that sense, and I think. It's very easy to say, let's just go to a wild space already and do it there. But this is proving that it can be done at the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, and if it can be done, if it can be done in this situation, you know, you've proven for the rest of the field that actually, you know, this is the most difficult, most challenging end. It can happen anywhere else, you know, in that regard. So it's really important to, to you know, and to connect with everyone locally as well to show, you know, what we've been
0: deprived of for so long. I was told that they have been observed urinating on rhododendrons and then rolling in them as a form of mosquito repellent. Ah! Now, I was hoping that wasn't someone joking with me. <laughs> um, but he has been having uh, you right, on. Perhaps. But um, I was wondering um, any sort of surprising facts that you've learned about bison.
1: Well, uh, again, it really one of the really interesting things when we were over in um, uh, the Netherlands, um, they have a big issue on a lot of their sites with um, uh, black cherry. It's a type of tree that's invasive there, um, and they absolutely loved it when they were over there. So they, before they'd have to go and they would have to get the tree poppers out and be cutting all these trees down, and the bison all of a sudden were just like, oh really like this so they just started eating it and um they were just doing their work for free, for free basically um so that was really cool you know like a, a, an invasive species and then you see the bison moving in and going you know taking that out in a natural process again so no big chainsaws and you know mechanical um uh you know machinery to take these out so that was really interesting to see but um but yeah i think um one of my favorites uh sort of facts about them really is just how how quick they are you know they're I think people see them as these big lumbering creatures and oh you know they're so big they must be so slow but you know they have top speeds of you know 45 kilometers so like nearly 20 miles per hour so they can really move so they're really agile and and sort of um you know uh yeah powerful creatures which you know you just got this image of driving along <laughs> in a car on a bison keeping pace with you um because actually that was another really interesting um uh like uh, learning from the netherlands was um in one of the sites slicking van der haen they have lots of conic ponies and chronic ponies were like you know, being, you know horses you know that they um uh they can move really quickly and they were used to being like the fastest animals on the site and then the bison were brought in and all of a sudden these uh these ponies when the bison were in, I'm like who the hell are these guys like they're keeping up with it and the size so it was just amazing again to see that you know um yeah they're, they're like i said they're just so they're agile and they're you know um, amazing creatures so i'm not sure that i want to see a bison charging towards me at that <laughs> speed but i would love to see them one of them in full sprint it'd be amazing Fantastic.
0: All right, Tom, thank you for your time. Thank
1: you.